are geek-centric, and you can be too. What's up, geeks and lycanthropes, and welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. My name is Nate, and in this episode, we're going to talk about a new film uh, from IFC Films and uh, Ubisoft, or is it Ubisoft, uh, called Werewolves Within, which is available now on VOD and in theaters, uh, apparently, if, if you can get to one. Uh, but before we get to that, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly podcast covering the world of film, television, gaming, toys, and collectibles, and all things geekcentric. Uh, for today, it's uh, it's just gonna be uh, just the two of us, because uh, it's just <laughs> it's just Justin and I doing a, a little review slash like we're gonna we're gonna talk about this movie. Justin, how are you doing tonight? Well, heaven's the Betsy Nate. I am I am doing well. <laughs> Thank you for singing me in with the Sarah Nate. There you I love go. that. I didn't even have to contribute any Twitch coins or no, whatever. No, no Nate coins. Do. No, yeah. yeah, Nate coins. That's it. <laughs> That's oh it. man, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> like I was saying, um, we are going to be talking about Werewolves Within, our thoughts on it, um, and we also have a an interview uh, from Mishna Wolf, the actual yes. writer. I know Wolf, what an amazing name for yeah. this movie. <laughs> uh, the writer of Werewolves Within, uh, coming up later on the podcast. So please stick around. Don't change your podcast channel or however that works. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Justin, let's let's get right into it, my friend. What yeah, did you? What were what were your first? First off, what did you think of this movie? First off, being a, uh, sort of adapted from a a VR experience game, uh, if you will. Um, were you did that get you more hyped? Did it make you a little wary of the film? What did you think? Well, I was definitely interested, but I think yeah, when you say it's a video game movie, I was kind of weary of it, you know, because it's also yeah. like how close does it need to stay to the property for it to feel relevant to the game? Right. Which I think is the most refreshing part about this movie is that it incorporates elements but stays very fresh and different from mm -hmm. from its sort of source material, if you will. But this yep. happened pretty fast and furious for us. We like we had a contact reach out and said, hey, would you like to do an interview? Uh, with Mishna Wolf about this new movie with IFC and Ubisoft, and we were like, "Sure, let's let's do it. We want to do more interview content. Sounds like really cool." And I gotta say, like having not seen anything and then being able to like sit down and watch it, I was so surprised by this movie, man. Yeah, like I was like I guess because I just didn't know what to anticipate. Not that I was expecting it to be a bad movie, but I didn't expect to be. I think laughing out loud. It was it was a wonderful surprise. This is the most interesting sort of like if you're if you're going to go into this movie with some bit of a premise, it's it's a very unique take on a who done it. Yeah. I think that's 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 a safe sort of synopsis if you will, and I think that that's how people would describe it. It's totally out of left field. Yeah. Like it sounds, you know, it obviously has a a werewolf element, but sure. it's Dude, this movie is is so self-aware. It creates a fresh take on what a monster really looks like today. Uh, and, and, and it has all of this sort of very relevant social, ideological sort of commentary that, that feels very relevant for, for the genre that it's playing in. It's, it's a comedy horror. The elements that are brought together are so well-crafted to tell this story that make it feel like it's a pleasure. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And it, you know, it gives me vibes of uh, like Shaun of the Dead or Cabin yeah. in the Woods, especially in just how confident it is, right? And we we talk about on the podcast all the time. We like people are very quick to realize if a movie's bad, and sometimes they don't know why it's bad, but right. usually it's because it's not confident in what it's trying to exactly. achieve. It doesn't have a single through line, and this movie absolutely nails what it's trying to do and yes. it does it in such a way that is memorable and it's and it's it's got like such wonderful cast and everything i i don't yes. know i freaking well, adored it dude i like you you brought up some references there Shaun of the dead for that dark comedy you yeah. know for the who done it you know because it is so relevant and it did so well i think this film comes out at a perfect time following something like knives out yeah and yeah. a Knives Out 2 on the horizon. And you brought up the cast. You know, the cast was very relevant, that ensemble cast in, in Knives Out. Here again, what's really great is that we have an amazing ensemble cast with most of the actors and actresses personally for myself that I, I, I'm i not overly familiar with. Yeah. And I think that was actually the refreshing part of seeing it. It wasn't like, you know, seeing a, a Daniel Craig or Jamie Lee Curtis. It was a bunch of newcomers playing unusual characters uh, and each of them acted their characters so well they each had a trope or or like a characteristic that we, we often see today and while they're diverse in culture and their ideological views which i think is such a commentary on today like it, it just makes it yeah. so much more relevant and you know all together they're just the most unlikely bunch of people like it just it adds to this movie feeling fresh and the thing is is like you know, uh, in the interview with with Mishnah, you'll hear like she talks about how she needed to include these different very tropey characters. But I also think like they're they're modern tropey. They're not right. old school they're tropey. Today. Like they're they're today yes. tropey. Yes. Um, which is amazing. And yeah. uh, and you know, the only actor I think that I I did recognize was Michael Chernus, who plays Pete Enderton. Um, you would recognize him as like I think he's um, the oh. tinkerer in yes. uh, in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. Oh, and I think the only other person would be um, Harvey Harvey uh, Harvey Guillen or Harvey. I'm probably butchering his name. He plays Joaquin in this. Oh, um, Joaquin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's in. Oh. Right. And he's also known for what we do in the shadows. Yes. And yeah. yeah, he was he was outstanding. Probably one of the highlights for me. They they were all great, man. They were they were just fantastic. Yeah. So. So, OK. So listen, before we just kind of talk about this movie for a million hours, because we said this was going to be short. Uh, we're going to we're going to cut to the interview with uh, with Mishna Wolf right now. Okay, well, we're back here uh, on the Geekcentric Podcast with Mishna Wolf, writer of Werewolves Within, which had its world premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival and is out on streaming services uh, right now. Mishna, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? I'm good, Nate. Thank you. We're actually, we're in theaters too right now. We're in theaters we're, we're, now as well? We're both. Yeah, we're in theaters and we're streaming. So Amazing. lots of places to get your werewolf fix. Oh my gosh. And I got to say, I was so so delighted by this movie it was uh it was kind of everything that you want from from this sort of very confident it knows what it's doing kind of movie um and i, I really enjoyed it so i'm stoked that more people are going to get to uh to experience it i want to know uh first off though how have you been in in all of this uh this craziness have you been keeping busy with everything going on in the pandemic and what have you yeah 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 i've been having i've been having a really good time uh uh, talking to people about werewolves and uh, and about the movie, um, but as far as the pandemic goes, I'm you know I'm happy it's summer and yeah. it's and it's and I can go see a movie in the theater oh that my makes gosh. me really happy. I went and saw Werewolves Within last night with a regular audience. Oh, and it was so fun. I was just telling. <laughs> 
I was just telling uh, Brianna that I, I I bought popcorn and I sat in the back and I watched oh. the audience watch the movie and and but I just felt like a movie goer watching a movie like yes. it, it didn't even feel like a movie I wrote it just felt like oh thank God I'm in a theater <laughs> that was the best part I'm sure yeah oh, here totally. in Ontario we are we're lucky if we get to go to a drive-in right now so we are I cannot wait to get into a movie theater. So hopefully we're, we're going to get there soon. Right. Um, I did sure. want to ask, I just want to kind of start right at the beginning. I mean, um, I hope it's not a spoiler to say this, but the movie starts with a Mr. Rogers quote, uh, which obviously ties into the movie in, in a few different ways. Uh, I want to know, were you a big fan of Mr. Rogers growing up? So I have to be total full disclosure. That yeah. is all Josh Rubin, the director. Okay. Uh, I had originally opened the movie with what seemed to be a biblical quote, which you can tell <laughs> me if you know. It, it, okay. it, it originally opened with woe to he, uh, for the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. <laughs> Let he who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast because oh it's a human number. That number is 666. Oh my And gosh. then it feels like a biblical quote, but the joke is that it's Iron Maiden. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So it works on, uh, it works for this movie then for sure. So he took that button, which I yeah. think is a perfectly wonderful early, uh, button and turned it into a Mr. Rogers quote, which I think ties in with the themes in the movie, like way better. And it's a fun yeah. way to open it. And it tells you the, the thing I liked about the quote at the beginning, the misleading quote was it tells you kind of exactly what kind of movie you're in. Yes, 100%. And it kind of, it really leads into Finn's character, I think, more than more than ever, right? So much, yeah. so yeah. much. Because Finn's Love a it. nice guy who hates conflict and he's walking into his worst nightmare. <laughs> Which is just conflict. Just um, conflict, so much conflict. I've, I'm sure you've been asked this like a million times today, but I, I need to know. I know Ubisoft uh, opened the floodgates and kind of allowed you to, to choose from any of their properties. I want to know what was... Why, why werewolves within? Why would we? Why would you? Why would you choose that out of everything that they offer? Because I saw when I when I two reasons two okay. reasons. I, I, okay. Just to give some backstory, um, I was in the Ubisoft Women's Fellowship, which I was the first year of the Women's Fellowship. So okay. uh, they basically they you know it's a paid fellowship, and you get to look into their titles, and they're like you know pitch on these, you know pitch your your version of these titles, and. Uh, right. And I saw the werewolf title. And first of all, when I went and looked at gameplay and when I went into gameplay, people were arguing. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of disagreement going on. Yeah, yeah. And the conflict was really, really, really appetizing to me as a storyteller. I was like, yeah. okay, this is like a feel that I kind of like, I get. There was some, there was some old resentments brewing and there was some disagreement about how to play the game and just that conflict was so yummy to me as a storyteller and then the second thing was just the archetypes because mm. when you're in a um game that's like a social deduction game you know these archetypes like clearly they were based on these people's jobs in the right. game like they're these dour eastern european faces they look <laughs> like they've seen a famine or two yeah and then they have these costumes on that are like their job in the town. And, right. and I was thinking about like Clue and um, some of the social deduction movies I've watched in the past, Orient Express. And mm. I like these archetypes. I think they're really fun to work in. And so then once I narrowed in on, on writing this town with these sort of very recognizable archetypes, it was like, how do I subvert these archetypes? And I, I think like with the, 
the main with the werewolf, I think I, I it was that was the biggest job of subverting sort of an archetype that we see over and over again in movies and and some of the other characters. I thought it would be really fun to just play with these archetypes and, and make them my own. It was so much fun. And I, I love all the different characters in the movie. I got to say, for me, though, I think Joaquin is maybe a standout for me. And I just thought it was just every single time Joaquin was on screen, I was just dying. I, I loved I loved him. Well, Harvey is Harvey is like really hard not to like. I mean, yeah. I've, I've watched every episode too of what we do in the shadows, and yes. I like I can't get enough of him. He's he's fantastic. So good. Um, I wanted to ask about those crazy characters though. With all those crazy characters uh, uh -huh. showing up in the town of Beaverfield, I want to know were any of them inspired by people in your own life growing up in Seattle? Ooh, he's hardballing <laughs> it. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's see. <clears throat> Um, I would say actually the way I write, like they're all alter egos. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's a, a safe answer there. There you go. <laughs> so they, it's kind of one of the ways I split my personality into many, uh, many parts. Um, yeah. but I feel like, you know, I can get in all their shoes and sort of understand their worldview and their ideology. Mm -hmm. uh, Emerson Flint came from like watching copious amounts of Alaskan bush people, like just <laughs> like yeah, yeah. way, way too much Alaskan bush people. I just, I latched onto that show and I just, I, I didn't let go until it was debunked till the yeah. whole show was totally debunked. And then I was like, so disappointed. <laughs> um, because they could put up a tracker shack so they they put up those trapper shacks so quick in that show yeah. and i'm just like oh yeah i could do this like <laughs> <laughs> would that be something is that your is that your next move then mishna is that that's where you're oh my god i i would I, i'd love to do something in the survivalist genre as a writer yeah. and um would i like to put up a trapper shack sure i you know i i think i would <laughs> give it a shot give it a shot <laughs> what is cool. it mud and logs uh, yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, hey, now we all know what what you do uh, when you're not uh, when you're not at work. You're just watching watching all those over and over again, binging through them. Survivalist, um, yeah, <laughs> Duck Dynasty, yeah, yeah, the classics. Um, I also like one of my previous questions, and I think I've seen you answer this before, but I want to know if it's still the same. Um, you know, there was there's so many games in Ubisoft's pantheon of of different options to choose from. Was there one that maybe you considered along with werewolves within that you just didn't make the cut yeah i mean i was looking at an older game for Wii called red steel yes um that i thought would make an interesting movie and i still do but i have some twists on it that i okay. think would be great yeah um but i really like the idea of an american yakuza movie because of the sort of um references to sort of immigrant parents i thought was interesting mm -hmm. Um, and I still think there's something really interesting to me always in The Godfather about like the wages of sin of the parents in order to give their children this sort of very safe college going life um, that I thought might be fun to bring to a Chanbara movie. Um, <laughs> that would be definitely, uh, yeah, that would be very different, especially from the game. I remember playing that game. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, well, the game, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> very Scott. Serious. Scott needs a lot of work, but yeah. <laughs> for sure. But um, but I still yeah. I still thought that was some there was there was this definitely you know and it and it is a fun and it is a fun game and I did buy a Wii to play it so oh nice uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but, very uh, cool very with cool with love um, with love and I love yes. Trials Fusion like I, I love both oh. the Trials games 
Yeah, for sure. Dirt bike racing is so visual and it's so 80s. And <laughs> I would love to see what you could do in the 80s with uh, with some more <laughs> interesting characters <laughs> on dirt bikes. Like you maybe maybe focus a little bit in on like those sponsorships with all the energy drinks or something like that. Right, right. Um, I was thinking more about like a Mandy feel. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty dope as well. Um, I I connected a lot with Finn in this movie, and you'd already mentioned that you know you kind of see all these characters as alter egos of yourself. Um, I want to know though, and, and this is kind of a fun question, but uh, you know, there's a quip at the beginning of the movie that he has where he's just like, he's like, well, I'm driving over this, I'm driving at the speed limit and clearly you're all driving over the speed limit. I want to know, are you, are you driving at the speed limit or are you speeding past Finn? Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm a writer. So I'm driving at the same speed as traffic. Okay, very good. That's the right <laughs> answer I'm to- but yeah. I'm watching and I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting you're getting material. You're getting material for the next. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I am watching and judging. <laughs> Maybe we get like a, a road rage movie of some kind. You know, those, <laughs> those might work. Yeah, I think Very we've cool. had a few of those actually. Falling down comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Very cool. Um, and I also want to know. I know. I know we've uh, we've got a little bit of time, but I want to know. Um, you know, I think this movie has a lot of um you know the writing in the movie is 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 very fresh um it's very it's very modern and i know a lot of these movies um you know, kind of well i that's that's how, that's how i feel at least i just i don't know i just because i'm so used to watching these these especially in the horror comedy genre a lot of those movies especially the older ones when you watch them some of them don't um they're not as appropriate today, if, if you know what I mean. And so watching this, it was so refreshing to, to get the, the sort of the quips and the jokes that I'm like, oh, I connect with that. And modern audiences really would connect with that. How important was it for you to make sure that that was included and, uh, and, and you know, all the representation was there? Well, I mean, the movie's a lot about conflict. So mm -hmm. the fact that everyone in it, almost every scene is disagreeing in some way or another ideology ideologically yeah. um, is baked into the premise of the movie. Right. Um, and they're, they're a microcosm for, you know, much bigger ideological issues. So, yeah. you know, it was all sort of baked in and, and the dialogue. Um, I'm glad you like it. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a dish, not for everyone. So, um, you know, it's nice when you find your people for sure. And yeah. at Ubisoft, I definitely found a friendly house for my, you know, frenetic um, sensibilities. And Josh yeah. was a perfect fit for that as well. I don't know if you've seen Scare Me, but you know, I've not. He... But now, now that I've seen this, like I'm, I'm already, I'm, I'm adding it to the queue for sure. Yeah, it's it, he's he, he's a good talker too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and uh, but it was very important that everyone have their own specific voice that was not it's not just talking for talking's sake you know they're mm -hmm. they're 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 stating how they view the world and how they view the conflict that they're in and, and they have a very different set of feelings about about what's going on in the small town very cool so like trish anderton who's you know she's very uh she, she's very wholesome in her way and very unwholesome in her other way she you yeah. know she's she's she she has a big problem with language um yes. and you hear it throughout every single every single language you know it just yeah. and and uh, the way the movie was shot too like i kind of really enjoyed 
seeing characters, that, there were some scenes where I, I got to see characters' reactions and they weren't necessarily the ones talking, but you get to see their reactions yeah. uh, to all of that dialogue. And I just thought that was, uh, that was really done well done as well. Um, yeah. yeah, one of my favorite scenes is the scene where they're all in Tableau on the porch. Yeah. And, um, and um, that, I, I just, I always, there was always like debates about how long that scene should be. And mm -hmm. it seemed to, it, sometimes when I was writing, it seemed to the executives like a scene where nothing is going on. But if you look <laughs> at their faces, everything is going on yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and you really get a sense of like the oh shit of this of this town and, and this in this situation and you know getting all their reaction shots i i see different shots every time mm -hmm. i watch that scene and you know finn is looks like he's gonna lose his lunch like yeah he does not <laughs> he's really yeah. funny and mm -hmm. you know and it seems like marcus and gwen are like almost kind of enjoying it like 100 love chaos they oh yeah love this shit going down there yeah. excuse my french no it's okay heavens, yeah heavens to betsy indeed heavens to betsy <laughs> <laughs> oh man um okay uh i wanna i think we're gonna wrap up here but i did want to just ask um one more question if if you could choose any of these characters uh to keep you safe during some type of werewolf attack in inside of an inn, uh, who who would you choose? Who's gonna who's gonna be there to hang out with you? Uh, and and maybe you're keeping them safe. They're keeping you safe. Who, who's who's it gonna be? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, with Gwen. Okay, because yeah. she's un she's unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely would make for the most probably a good drinking. You know, good just get drunk and hang out and yeah. It just reminds me when I was young and I, when I had to ride the subway in New York, my mom would say, if someone looks dangerous to you, just talk to yourself because you're not going to intimidate anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but if they think you're crazy, they'll leave yeah. you alone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we see that now with people with, you know, AirPods in and uh, and constantly talking on the phone. And you're just like, oh, those people. Yeah. Um, Mishnah, thank you so much for hanging out with us and answering a few of these uh, silly questions with us today. Thanks for having me up there in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, I hope I hope that movie um, premieres, like, in person become a thing and not just on my my TV screen. Um, I would, uh, it would be so cool to, to meet you and, and have another chat at some point in the future. Oh, that'd be awesome. Perfect. Again, thank you so much and uh, hope you stay safe. Have a good one, guys. All right, and we're back. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, that was a lot of fun. She was so Dude. lovely. She yeah, was she was so amazing. Nice. And I'm sure she's been doing she's probably done like hundred million of those. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> she's probably so, been doing it all day. And yeah. she sees our faces show up. Yeah. Um, and, and I was just... I was like kind of nervous too, like as a little inside baseball. I was kinda like, uh, this is our first time that we've done an interview like that. <laughs> I was honestly you could you can hear it in my yeah, voice. You showed your bit, cards. Though. You showed your cards. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, but you did great, man. I think Thanks, it was man. it was great. And if it was our first opportunity to do it, you know, we 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 crafted the questions and, and stuff like that. So it yeah. happened again very fast and furious. And it was a great opportunity. We didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to talk to Mishna Wolf about yes. the movie. And yeah. it, look what it got. Like it was it was a fun time. Yep. Honestly, it was really great to hear her response to our question about, you know, the freshness and the modern take on the writing style. And words are not just words, they they represent their views and their conflicts and i just love that you know she had that in mind as she she created a voice for each of those characters and, and the cast is absolutely fantastic like they're incredible oh okay like i 
can we just talk about this cast and these characters? Like, Joaquin is so likable. Um, Joaquin <laughs> is one of two uh, of, of a couple. He, he's also with his uh, husband, Devin. And they're these rich uh, gay guys that live in this town amongst all these, like, super, like, just... They're, they're so below them, these people. They're like, you know, just... Or at least how that's how it seems, right? And I, like, I feel like... I think the, the, the fascination is, is that by doing that, that's how she creates those ideological conflicts but the cast is outstanding dude like sam richardson plays the nicest guy you could imagine who always gets walked over and melina Weintrub, i'm sorry if i butchered your name is a surprising refreshing delight i I thought she was written so well as a very today female character which i thought was just was outstanding to do so bravo just bravo uh yeah so so justin i mean i know that on our normal reviews we we kind of talk about whether or not people should see it uh so i think we can both agree this movie lives yeah i i would totally i would totally agree and i don't know i applaud everyone that was involved in this production like the director obviously josh rubin uh with his collaboration with mishna wolf you know, they executed something that is entirely original and fresh. And, you know, if if you do get the chance, yes, this is available on stream and it's five ninety nine. And I, I got to say, at that price point for how much I enjoyed this movie, that oh, is yeah. worth it. We got the screeners, but I'm honestly, I'm probably going to pick it up again and watch it again. Um, 100%. I think it's, is it on Amazon right now, I believe? Yeah, it's available on, on Apple TV. It's available on Prime. Yeah. $5.99 on, on Apple TV. $6.99 on, on, on uh, Amazon Prime. I, I wonder if that's an error. But anyways, compared to other movies that we've seen where they had a much higher price tag because of the you know IP and, and whatever else is attached to it, I got to say, this is, a, this is an affordable price. Absolutely. And, and yeah. I mean, it's the big thing about it, too, is like, like that's that's much more affordable than the game. But I think this movie encapsulates so much of what the game does great uh, in that it is so much about conflict and baseless accusations. And it just honestly, if you're going into this with any sort of because I know I know we have some listeners who listen to the podcast. who are like, I don't do horror movies. I don't do scary stuff. Yeah, I, this, I don't think it's a spoiler to say this is no. fun. This is yeah. fun. You You're will, not going to get scared. Is, yeah. It's not for kids, yeah. but it's it's also it's definitely not for kids. You'll, you'll but it's laugh also... more than actually be scared. In yes. all honesty, yeah, hundred percent. I, I think that's I think that's a great way to kind of look at it. Right, go check so. it out. You know, go check it out. And if you can get to a theater that's playing it, even better. Honestly, yes, this honestly. is a movie you're going to want to watch with friends, with yeah. people. I mean, we were fine to laugh our heads off on our own, but like, <laughs> I want to watch this. Next time I watch this, it's going to be with a group of people for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you do check out the movie, hit us up at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That is wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if you thought it was as fun and entertaining. And if it put a smile on your face... We definitely want to hear from you. And we cannot thank Mishna enough for taking the time to be on our podcast. Huge thanks to the PR team that uh, connected us and, and put us together. And yeah, things were happened pretty quickly for us to get this interview, but we're incredibly grateful. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll have more in the future. So stay tuned. Yes, 100%. Uh, well, well, listen, that is it for this sort of uh, mini review slash interview uh, for Werewolves Within. Again, it is available right now on VOD service. 
services. So definitely please go check it out. Go support it. Um, and listen, if you enjoyed this week's episode of the Geek Centric Podcast, make sure you subscribe uh, if you haven't already uh, because we are Geek Centric and you can be too, which means you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. You can follow us on Twitter at geekcentricyt and follow us on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. You can also check out, uh, you know, that we talked about uh, Werewolves Within as a, a game. You know, it started as a Ubisoft game. Uh, and so if you like video games, well, I do a little thing called Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nate Plays Games. Um, the, last stream, the last stream that I did was a hot tub stream. And uh, things got wild, man. Things I got, couldn't believe it. <laughs> things got weird and wild, and I had a I had a Tom Holland lookalike with me and a giant Snorlax, and that's where we'll leave it. So go check out the <laughs> show, go check out the vod for that on my channel, twitch.tv slash Nate Plays Games. But also you can check me out streaming live uh, and on Instagram at Nate Plays Games if you want to see when I'm going live next. So uh, listen, Justin, thank you so much for hanging out with me. And uh, as we say, love ya. Peace. <laughs>